0: After that we did like a a really beautiful partnered exercise where we would pair up and one girl would lay down and we just helped to like stretch out her body it was a little bit like Thai massage Um, and just fully relaxing her and then we would um, go and just and just consciously touch her body, so like running our hands all the way up and down, and just again not in a sexual way at all, but just to fully appreciate the woman and and relax her, and it was so so powerful. So I did it with a really good friend of mine, and then we we swapped, so then it was my turn. And no joke, at the end I started crying because I'd never been touched so softly and so caringly it it was super super emotional like i i don't think there was a day that went by where i, I didn't cry at least once or even a few tears at least welcome to doing it for the dharma In this series, I'll be interviewing inspiring women who are following their soul's calling. I'm your host, Maddie Lynch, the Vegan Yogi Traveller, where it is my mission to connect with and spread the message of empowering women on this planet so you too can have the courage and knowledge to take the leap and follow your life purpose. welcome back to another episode of doing it for the dharma this week i have a solo episode for you all about how my women's tantra teacher training was i literally just came back last night and i recorded this on the 11th of the 11th and yeah i just share with you my entire experience what we got up to what it was like for me a little bit about the tantric philosophy and make sure you listen until the end as I have read out one of the poems that I wrote whilst I was there. So I hope you enjoy this episode and I'll see you next time. Hello, beautiful souls. I'm here with you today for a solo episode of the podcast as I have literally just come back from my women's Tantra teacher training. I'm recording this now on the 11th of the 11th. So a very beautiful portal day. And yeah, I just really wanted to share my experience with you all. As you may have noticed now at the end of my episodes, I share a little bit about my own personal experiences, but I feel like this 10 days of, of yeah women's Tantra teacher training requires like a whole... Individual episode within itself, so I'm going to share what I was up to, how it was, and yeah, just just where I'm at now after this whole experience. so I guess I will start like every good story from the beginning, and this was why why tantra right like because I think a lot of us, especially in the West, we just associate tantra with just sex and that it's some like weird like kinky thing but actually we are so so far away from that it's it's kind of funny how misconstrued this this idea that we have in our heads of tantra so let's just start out with what is tantra actually and tantra is a part of a philosophy from india so it's like super super ancient and this is where yoga is stemming from the chakra system is stemming from and it's basically a tool to obtain an enlightenment and a higher states of being through all ranges of activities and yes sex is included or in tantra it's called love making this is included but this is just such a small part of it like there's so many other concepts and other ways <laughs> to achieve enlightenment with tantra so it's all about enjoying each and every capacity that you do each and every activity that you do to the most full potential of spirituality so it's like a very like a very secret practice and i'm super super new to tantra so i'm probably like butchering this explanation (laughs) but as my training goes on i will hopefully develop more depth into the subject so this is my very surface level understanding that is basically using universal laws and principles to enhance your experience to the highest potential in all areas of life which is just super beautiful and so why why was i interested in tantra let's start there i started my well i guess i had a spiritual childhood with my mom being a reiki practitioner and and then me being attuned to do reiki at nine and she would always uh give me reiki and put crystals along my chakras and back then i could see the energy when i was really young And so this was really, like, my initiation, like, from childhood into the realm of spirituality, and I had a second reawakening when I was at university in my final year. I was going to, like, uh, Buddhism school every Wednesday, and started getting seriously into yoga and meditation, and connected more with my Reiki and then from there I was reading like so many self-help books spirituality motivation personal development and this yeah this really really triggered this yeah expansion this this thirst for knowledge and a deep understanding of myself So from there, I I came to hear about Tantra, still really not knowing what it was. I knew that it was, you know, related to some kind of like spiritual practice. But again, I just only associated it with sex and like Kama Sutra or whatever. But then when I was in India doing my yoga teacher training a few years later, I got a little glimpse of, what Tantra actually is because we went over some of the philosophy a little it wasn't a Tantra training that I did that but I was just able to have a little peek inside the realm of Tantra and realize actually this isn't some sleazy practice that we make it out to be in the west which is such a shame so the seed was planted and I was always super super curious to dive in and explore but I just I never really had the opportunity so it was only very recently that I started meeting some people in my life who were practicing tantra and I was looking for workshops uh, like to attend workshops in English and I couldn't find any which is kind of frustrating Um, and then everything just kind of became like a huge synchronicity and um yeah I just found this like workshop that was usually in German but just for that time only she was doing it in English because there was another English speaking participant um and funny enough my friend who had been practicing the tantra was going there like we didn't realize we were going like we didn't plan it together so we just yeah it was kind of it, it was just very like all synced up and I really really loved the experience of that workshop um I brought my beloved one with me my partner um and we yeah it was really really fun it was like uh, we started off with like an osho meditation like a dynamic movement like shaking your entire body we did like eye gazing and yeah like conscious touch activities and it was super super nice like personally like I am the more like spiritual one in our relationship so I was really happy that Henrik did come along with me. I think that was a, a pretty big step for us. Um, and yeah, since doing that training, then I was like, okay, this is really, really interesting for me. Of course, it goes hand in hand with yoga and a lot of the practices that I do do already. So I thought, right, okay, I need to find a Tantra teacher training and not necessarily to teach because I know that Tantra is a lifelong journey and you can't just do a year training and and suddenly you're an expert in Tantra like a lot of the a lot of the training is very practical and you need to be able to use the methods and do the methods before you can actually be a true teacher which I guess is like many things in life of course so I, I really wanted to do this training more personally for me and my own relationships and eventually have the, the idea or it would be a, a beautiful intention to one day hopefully be able to share this with others as well. So I ended up finding a course which was in Denmark where I've just come back from and it looks super super amazing it's with the Atman Yoga Federation and yeah it just looked awesome it was like a tantra training for women and it's part of a two-year course it's broken up into four modules of 10 days over the period of two years and it looked awesome but I didn't realize one of the prerequisites of, of doing that course was to be doing already like another tantra course with the school which I wasn't so but luckily there was an online, like a year online training, starting like super super soon. So that again, that was another synchronicity. So I was able to join this online training, and then that was part of the school, and then I could actually go and do the the physical training in Denmark. So it all aligned really really well, and had a, I had had a few lectures online before I attended, and it was interesting because. We went over some basic theory, like a very, very a few basic like principles of Tantra. And I realized that I've actually been practicing Tantra without even knowing I've been practicing Tantra from what I learned from the course. Like it's all about, um, there's a very specific importance on the law of resonance. So this is basically like, whatever energy that we have we're we're vibrating a certain resonance so if we have a higher frequency of resonance we're going to attract higher frequencies of resonance back to us and in the same way if we're resonating on a lower level a lower vibration we're going to invite in these lower experiences lower vibe experiences so kind of similar to the law of attraction but I feel like this is a little bit more philosophical so this is more of like a universal law or principle but they're a little bit intermingled and I've been very big on the law of attraction so the law of resonance you know it just it seems very natural and makes perfect sense to me so that was kind of exciting for me like okay I've been doing that already so yeah I was super super curious about what the training would be like. I I didn't really have any expectations because I've never been to such a training before. (laughs) Um, So yeah, it it was kind of funny how it all started off because I went to the coach station from Hamburg. I got the coach over there super early in the morning and none of the trains from my station were working. So I had to get like two replacement buses and I took my big hiking pack traveling bag with me and and then I got there I was about to get on the bus and I didn't bring my passport which is so silly for some reason I didn't really realize I had to um but of course like crossing borders through Europe of course you need your passport so anyway I had to then you know take all my big bags and get on the two replacement buses back and come home and then leave again but luckily I was I was able to rebook my ticket um without paying anymore and it was on the same day I just had time to come home and make some pancakes so it worked out pretty well so it was funny though because when I got on my second bus there I ended up um chatting to this Australian guy who was behind me and we just spoke non-stop for the whole like six hour journey it was kind of it was kind of crazy actually because yeah he was into all these esoteric topics and spirituality and yeah it was super super nice it was kind of like a like a warm-up to the week that I would have ahead of me which is really cool um so yeah I arrived and uh the the retreat center was called paradise it was absolutely beautiful it was just made of this really nice wood in the middle of the countryside in denmark so so peaceful like nothing around and they had a little cat and a little dog and they had hot tubs and the dorm rooms were really nice had like a big fireplace in the middle it was was, yeah it was a super super beautiful setting and space so that was a really great first impression um And yeah I arrived at dinner time and they they have a like buffet out every every like meal essentially so yeah it was it was a nice introduction and then that evening when I arrived we had like a big group a group opening session I'd missed like a few lectures in the day because I missed I couldn't get my bus so but um anyway I won't ramble too much but yeah, we had a really nice, like, opening circle and there was 60 women at the training. Such a big group. It was crazy. Um, But it was really awesome. I was a little bit anxious at the start because I didn't know what it would be like to be surrounded by, like, 60 different women. As I've had some experiences in the past, like, at school and a little bit at uni of, like, just women together it can sometimes well quite easily become a little bit toxic like toxic femininity like jealousy and bitching and arguments so i i was a little bit anxious about that honestly um but actually in the end it was just all beautiful we didn't have any experiences like that at all i guess because we we're all resonating at this frequency of spiritual evolution and having the intention to grow and help others and Yeah, like, of course, like, you're not going to get on with, like, every single person because how can you maintain 60 relationships in less than 10 days? It's not possible. But, yeah, there were so many amazing women that, I gravitated towards and we we ended up building really, really beautiful friendships. So that was super, super special. And I just really loved the vibe there. Like, it, it was so... It was just, like, a giant sisterhood, which was super cool. And every time... You would greet someone, or you know, one of your friends you've been hanging out with, you'd have like a 10 minute hug, and it was just the best thing ever. Like, oh, I'm really, I think I'm really gonna miss that from the training. Like, just yeah, just holding someone like in your arms and just fully appreciating their being and their presence and, and just being received by them as well, and it not being awkward or weird. But yeah, it was. It was incredible and another funny thing is that we would just just like caress each other like not in a sexual way but just you know like playing with each other's hair or giving each other a little massage or just playing with their hands like we we're in lectures and it was so normal <laughs> it was so so normal and it was just really just really nice and loving and affectionate and yeah I re- I think that really helped to deepen the bonds as well because I guess like being in a tantra course this is this is completely normal so I was joking that my friends (laughs) my friends in Hamburg now are gonna think I'm weird if I'm hugging them too long or (laughs) playing with their hair no I think they're all they're all pretty high vibe as well so but yeah that was just it just made it a really beautiful experience I've not really had that experience before of yeah, just so many women being so opening and and loving and and compassionate. It was it was extremely powerful. So yeah, I guess I'll talk a little bit about how the schedule was laid out, what we did, what we got up to. Um. So in the morning, you would wake up and then just do your own practice, so tapas or kriyas or if you do a little yoga practice or meditation. They had a really really beautiful. Yoga lecture hall, it was huge, of course, it had to be for all of us. Um, so yeah, so you could wake up and do your own practice, and then there would be a beautiful breakfast buffet in the morning. And they put like freshly squeezed lemon water out for us before we started our practice and all that. So, yeah, it was really cool. Then after breakfast, you would have um, like a morning until the afternoon lecture, which would be on like a certain topic. And then we would have a nice buffet lunch, and all the food was like freshly cooked and handmade, like they would make their own breads and dips and cakes and everything, it was so cool. And then we'd have a little bit of a break, and then we'd have another lecture, and sometimes there would be guided activities as well, like one time, one of the days we had um, a guided activity with dancing through the chakras, which was so much fun, like Different music for each of the chakras. So, for the root chakra, it was like booty shaking music, like all in the yeah, in the legs, in the booty. And oh, it was so fun. And then the sacral chakra was like more the hips and a bit more sensual because it's the creative sexual energy. And then the solar plexus was pure fire. So, this is like really intense, like Brazilian music, like full body, like shaking and the heart, um, the heart, I think we did the heart, it was a little bit more romantic and soft and then at the throat chakra, it was like super, super airy and they played like really, yeah, it was just awesome, so, so much fun Um, and then, yeah, some of the other activities that we would do would be some oh we did some oh yeah after that we did like a, a really beautiful partnered exercise where we would pair up and one girl would lay down and we just helped to like stretch out her body it was a little bit like Thai massage um, and just fully relaxing her and then we would um, go and just and just consciously touch her body so like running our hands all the way up and down and just again not in a sexual way at all but just to fully appreciate the woman and and relax her and it was so so powerful so I did it with a really good friend of mine and then we we swapped so then it was my turn and no joke at the end I started crying because I'd never been touched so softly and so caringly it, it it was super super emotional like I, I don't think there was a day that went by where I, I didn't cry at least once or even a few tears at least it was it was a really intense a really yeah it was a super super intense experience and there was so much growth and so much healing that took place it was just yeah incredible so Yeah, after these lectures or activities, we'd then have, you know, another group buffet dinner. And then after dinner, we'd have about an hour or half an hour to just chill. And then we'd have more lectures, which would go on till like 10.30 or sometimes even 11 p.m. at night. Which is pretty intense for me. Like, I'm usually like an early bird. I like to get up early and go to bed early. So, yeah, it was it was very intense, and very high energy work, so, um, yeah, it was, it was just a lot, it was funny, because going there, I thought, oh, okay, I'm gonna actually finally have time to just relax, because I was, like, getting to the point before I left, where I was, like, not burning out, but just definitely doing way too much, so I thought, oh, I'm gonna have, like, a nice relaxing experience, but no, 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 it was, it was very intense, but, apparently it's what i needed and yeah it was just incredible so we would have all of these different lectures and activities and some of the days we would have uh certain rituals to honor a certain goddess or Mahavidya in sanskrit so the gr- uh, great cosmic powers um which i won't go into because honestly i've just i'm only just learning about this so when I finally gain like a deeper understanding, I would definitely love to share that with you all, but it was super, super powerful, so for example, one of the rituals was on the great cosmic power, Kali, Kalima, and Kali is a very powerful goddess, in yeah Hinduism, she, all of the goddesses are a manifestation of Shakti, so the creative Life force energy. She's the feminine part of Shiva, who is the divine consciousness, who's su- a supreme creator. So Shiva and Shakti are always in a dance with one another, but sh- Shakti manifests in many different ways, and so does Shiva. So the goddess, um, Kali, I believe, came out of the goddess Durga, uh, but you know, I need to research into that a little bit more but Kali is the goddess of time and destruction of and death but more destruction of the ego and destruction of anything which is not serving you or holding you back so she can be a little bit well not a little bit she can be very scary and very intimidating if you've seen an image of Kali you'll see that she sometimes is blue um, will usually have her tongue out and she's got like a chain of skulls or men's heads around her neck she's holding a severed head in one hand she might maybe has blood dripping down her mouth she's a very very <laughs> intense figure and one of the reasons she's she's painted this way actually just from one of the the stories that i do know is that there was this demon lord running around um, killing people and every time someone would kill him when his blood t- touched the earth another version of the, this demon would spring up so there was like thousands of these demons of the same guy like running around so Callie was there or I don't know if this is why she was manifested or maybe in one of the stories it is why but she had to come and slay this demon therefore she would you know chop him up or I will chop him (laughs) and cut him and before his blood could reach the earth she would drink it so he couldn't multiply so she ended up killing them and drinking all all of the blood of this demon and then wearing his yeah she wears his hats around her neck and so it's 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 pretty intense but yeah she she brings a huge huge transformation in life she kind of I would say she's associated with the tower card in tarot and just massive massive changes like your ego is like being shattered into a million little fractured pieces so that you can be born anew and start and start fresh. She she may come and kick you in the ass if you've been wasting your time and not doing what you need to do. She'll really give you that push and shove. So yeah, we had a ritual dedicated to Kali which was super super intense. And yeah, it basically worked out that one of the the well actually four of the women of the group were chosen to be um, a vessel for Kali's energy to come through and we would have this experience where we would go and stand in front of Kali and, and look her in the eyes and just be within her presence. and oh my gosh, it was so intense. I should say also that Kali like, is governing sexual energy as well, like, creative energy, like, creation of the universe, and, wow, it was so intense, um, I was crying my eyes out in front of Callie, it was just, it was crazy, and then the next, like, actually, everyone was crying, (laughs) crying their eyes out, and then that whole day, everyone was completely wiped out, full of, like, no energy left, even the next day, it was like, whew, like, her energy was Extremely powerful and heavy. So yeah, we had we had like three of these rituals where the other two were from other goddesses as well. Tara, the goddess of compassion, and we had one with Tripura Sundari, who's the goddess of love and truth and authenticity. And these were much much lighter experiences um it was really interesting to feel the different energy coming through the goddess um so after tripura sundari um yeah goddess of like truth and love i just had so much poetry being poured into my consciousness it was crazy like all love poetry i've recently just uploaded it to my website if you're interested but wow it was it was incredible and my heart felt so expanded after my experience with the and yeah i just i felt like something had been open inside of me which had been maybe closed for a long time or within this whole lifetime it was yeah so so powerful so yeah these are a little bit Oh the a little bit of insight into some of the rituals that we did do and this is all just to really to connect us to the goddess the goddesses to the diff- different representations of shakti um yeah i've never done anything like that before either so that was completely new to me and i really really loved it um also throughout the course we had to put on a show um, which I was a little bit like really like we already don't have like any time to rest so how are we going to put on the show. And I wasn't really that motivated to do it. And at one point I was like I'm going to go home before the show because I was just so exhausted, but um I had a change of mind thanks to someone just giving me some really beautiful insight and like why why what am I really doing here and yeah, I in the end I stayed of course and ended the show which was so amazing. So the way that it worked out was that we were grouped into our astrological signs like based on the elements so all of the air signs such as gemini libra and aquarius would go together and the fire signs would go together and then the water signs and the earth signs so there'll be three three signs in each group and yeah we had to pick a theme like based on our element and put on this show together which was yeah like I said I I really wasn't motivated but actually the show in itself was so much fun to perform and and all of our shows so all of our little shows within each of the groups they all had to link in together as well so it would be like um, the fire signs and then the water and the earth and the air like going one after the other so we're all like tied into this little narrative of like this one woman going through a transformation and becoming a shakti through each of the elements it was it was so beautiful and i'm, I'm so proud of all of us who did it and um it was watched by the some of the karma yogis the people who are working and living well volunteering karma yoga this is, this is a, a deep subject we'll just say volunteering for those who aren't f- familiar with Kami Yoga at the center and then there was another training happening in the next few days so all of the people who were there for the next yoga training came and watched and it was awesome and then after the show it turned into like a dance party and we are all just dancing and it was so nice because obviously there was no alcohol there's no one like fucked up on drugs and there's no like sleaziness like, because it was a women's course, but there were guys there from the next course and some of the volunteers, but there, there was never ever this element of, like, sleaziness of someone wanting to go and take you to their room because it's Tantra is so, so far away from that. Um, yeah, I should mention, because I don't think I have already, that in Tantra, the practices in relation to the lovemaking, as they don't use the word sex, it's lovemaking because Tantra is like sexual tantra or erotic tantra is only practiced between people who love each other you can't do <laughs> you can't do tantra if you're not uh in love with the person which is so beautiful and again this is so like misconstrued in the west like i i actually even had no idea about that beforehand um so yeah there's none of this like sleaziness or expectations of anything in And Tandra also they believe that before you do have a lover or a loved beloved, they don't like the words boyfriend or girlfriend, which I think is super cute as well to call your lover or beloved or whatnot. They believe that you should wait like three months before like, you know, diving into anything like that, which is true. Like to fully get to know the person, like how often do we rush into things nowadays like everything's just such a huge rush and we're not really enjoying the process and the moment or the experiences is as much as we could be so it's a deeply beautiful and intricate philosophy so yeah we had a little dance party and then afterwards we had a closing ceremony and we had meditation and then gratitude and yeah it was so incredible I was so so sad to leave of my wonderful new shakti sisters behind and yeah it was just so nice to be so supported by everyone there like i said i wrote some poetry and we had a few share rounds after the um after the rituals and i i offered to share the poetry i'd written and it was kind of scary because i don't really share my poetry Sometimes I'll send it to, like, close friends on WhatsApp, but I don't really, like, put it out there. And, like, reading it out to, like, 60 women, I was so... <laughs> it was scary. Like, I wanted to do it just because, you know, it's, I think it's good to do things that put, put you outside your comfort zone, but I was, like, shaking. Like, my, they had a microphone, and I was, <laughs> my hand was, like, shaking a little bit. Um. So for the next poem I read out the next day, I made everyone close their eyes. <laughs> so they didn't look at me shaking and <laughs> and also so they could fully immerse themselves into the experience and fully listen to the words so yeah maybe I'm maybe I'll uh, read out a poem one of the poems that I wrote in the outro but everyone afterwards was so so nice they were all coming up to me like wow like you have a gift you need to share your poetry like please please share it Um, and I never really thought about it before, like, I don't really write poems for the sake of others, I just write it for myself, and I guess, like, it it doesn't even feel like me writing, it's, like, literally, like, being channeled through me, like, I'm given the poetry, if, if that makes sense, so, yeah, after this feedback, I'm like, okay, I guess I need to start sharing it. So when I was on the coach on the way back home from Denmark, I yeah I put it all on my website. I had like 24. I had more poems in my phone notes just from the past year, but I, I put like 24 poems on my website now if you are interested. Most of them are love poems. Some of them are like just stupid funny ones about like, uh, I don't know, people I see in public and just funny poems come to me and then uh, a lot of them are are like you know spiritual in nature as well and some about my dreams and and that kind of thing so yeah if you are interested go and have a little look and hopefully resonates with you on some kind of level and yeah I'm I'm such a sucker for poetry especially especially romantic poetry I just I love it so much (laughs) I never considered myself to be a romantic but I never really think I I'm turning into one (laughs) so yeah it was just a beautifully expansive experience and I am just so excited to learn more and more as I go on so as I mentioned I'm I'm doing this online course as a prerequisite so this is like a weekly a weekly lecture for a year and they're about yeah, about a couple hours a week lecture and I'm going there I'm going to be going back in May for my next 10 days of intensive training. And I have to do a presentation, actually, for the next module on humbleness and how humbleness is manifested through Shakti energy, which I think is kind of a tricky topic, but <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to dive in and look at it and explore. So, yeah, I think that pretty much wraps up my experiences, there were some other really cool things as well, like, I managed to have a, a natal chat reading with one of the yogis who was, yeah, he was, is, Lenny was offering, like, yeah, astrological readings, and it was so, so powerful, like, I was blown away, like, I had one in June already, but I feel like this went into a lot more depth in really made me yeah it really gave me some good questions to think about and it was a lot of nice confirmation as well like I'll just share one small one small part of it was that how I deal with money in this lifetime I have something to do with I have something in my set I don't know I'm not I'm not an astrologer by any means whatsoever um but the way in which my um, something in my satin was placed meant that the way I spend my money should be of a spiritual benefit to myself and to others so for example if I invest the money I have into things that will help me grow spiritually and will help others then it, the money will always be replenished back to me But if I'm just spending my money unconsciously on, like, stupid material things that I don't need or don't matter, then I'm going to find myself in lack. Which is interesting because I've felt this intuitively. And recently I've been doing this. Like, I don't don't really buy anything, like, like material that much. Like, I just, mm, I would say, like, a lot of my wardrobe now is secondhand. I run clothes swaps, I buy from flea markets, and I don't really wear much, I don't really wear makeup and stuff, like, sometimes, you know, when you're going out, like, for dinner, even then, I don't really (laughs) wear a lot, but I'm not just buying crap, you know, like, I, I buy a lot of books and knowledge, and I buy courses, so I felt this intuitively, and, like all of the workshops that I run and stuff, like all of that money just goes straight back into learning more courses, and somehow like somehow it works out, just like um Lenny said in my chart, like it's always replenished, which it is like I don't know how, but it always works out um so I, that was a really beautiful confirmation to just like keep doing what I'm doing and keep learning and growing and evolving and and right now, I'm saving up to. Yeah, I do a Tantra yoga teacher training in Corfu next year with Durga's Tiger School, which I'm so, so excited about. Um, there's a bunch of different modules in there as well. So the one the course I'm doing now is, like, a Tantra teacher training for women. So, like, running, like, Shakti groups and um, teaching women Tantra. Whereas the course in Corfu in August, which I've already booked, by the way, is... um yeah more teaching yoga like tantra yoga so yeah there's really really cool modules in there like uh, partner yoga and conscious touch and sacred sexuality and art and there's elements of shamanism like the sweat that's like they have a sweat lodge and stuff and they show you different shamanistic rituals so yeah like everything that I'm earning like is going into saving up to that and it feels so good, like it feels it feels really in alignment with my path to be yeah just investing in myself and and being able to share this knowledge with others as well, which is yeah, it's super super cool, and yeah i'm just I feel super grateful to be on this path and on this journey, and what I loved about the training too was that I was just surrounded by so many people who've been in this journey for so long already. Like, where I'm from or the places that I've lived over the past few years, I've kind of been, not the outsider, but I've maybe been considered, like, one of the more spiritual people that most of fr- my friends know. Like, a few friends have told me, like, you're the, like, most spiritual person I know, which I know isn't very spiritual to say, but whatever. Um, I'm not trying to, like, bypass or anything here, but being at this training like surrounded by so many incredible women some have been on the journey for five years 10 years like they're all doing so many different things like i was the one to then feel like i'm the newbie (laughs) i don't know anything teach me like yeah it was it was really cool to be in that position i really really liked it because as a gemini like i have so much gemini in my chart like there's nothing more i love than to learn and especially I have Sagittarius in my moon, which which um Lenny from my astrology chart helped me understand is that this is the passion for like deep spiritual knowledge. So the combine the combined combination of these two, like I just have this like yeah, in insatiable thirst for like spiritual knowledge. <laughs> So as you can imagine, I just was in my complete element at, this, at the training, just, oh, it was so, so great. And I'm looking forward to, yeah, just understanding everything more and in, in a lot of depth. And one of the things I thought was super, super interesting that I'd love to share with you as well is that we touched briefly upon the, the concept of sexuality versus eroticism, and as I mentioned I'm new I have a very basic level of understanding but was how like sexuality or sexual energy even not sexuality sexual energy within our culture is uh, yeah I guess it's kind of like I don't know there's not really like sensuality within it it's just like yeah it's almost like animalistic and and no passion and no care and like is like hard fast quick and over quickly and and just everything's just rushed you know what I mean like it's just yeah I don't know I'm I'm a little bit tired so (laughs) I don't know if I can explain it in much depth now but whereas like the difference between like erotic energy is much more like mindful and being in the moment and just fully being engaged and fully like appreciating the person who's in front of you and not rushing and using conscious touch and and massage and and caressing and yeah i think it's just a lot more beautiful but in our society we're more just focused on this like sexually charged energy which is of course shown in like the porn industry and stuff and like in porn how women aren't really warmed up they're just like yeah, I don't know, you know how they portray women, like, all these fake orgasms where, where women actually would not be receiving any pleasure whatsoever, it's just all, like, uh, it's just fucked up our idea of, of sex and how how it's supposed to be, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to, like, learning in a lot more depth about this, this, this subject in the next module, and from my online training and stuff, so yeah i think that probably wraps up the basis of my experiences so far i feel like i have um more of a ritual now like coming back home like they really encourage this idea of ritual in the morning and how you start your days how the rest of the day will be which i kind of i'm familiar with in general just from my yoga course my yoga training in india but i feel like i have more of a structure now of of what i need to be doing to like set myself up for the resonance of the rest of the day and then teach you yeah just to be grateful and, and show your gratitude like before eating and doing different exercises it's just all yeah just super super in alignment with my path so i'm curious how how things will develop over time and yeah, I just I'm just so happy and I hope you've hope you've enjoyed a little peek into my insight of these experiences and I'm super excited as well because next week I will be uploading my interview with Jackie from Creative Nights in Hamburg. So Jackie's running like art workshops and craft workshops like oh she makes so many cool things we've done our workshop uh, DIY Dream Catchers together before at my new moon circle and we're co-hosting this retreat in January which I've mentioned in my previous episodes and yeah I love Jackie so much and I really really loved the interview that we had together it got so so deep we touched upon some really really important topics like authenticity and yeah just being compassionate with yourself and how to use social media consciously um yeah this this episode is so high vibe so I'm going to release that next week as you guys know I'm hosting it um I'm posting a new episode every Monday so yeah make sure you keep your eye out for my episode with Jackie next week thank you for listening in showing your support if you have any questions about my training or comments or anything you'd like to share please reach out to me and let me know you can reach out to me on my instagram the vegan yogi traveler traveler has got two l's that's how we spell it in the uk i think it's different in america (laughs) um oh yeah my facebook page also the vegan yogi traveler my website www.theveganyogitraveler.com (laughs) are you spotting a theme here so yeah please share with me your experiences or if you have any questions like I'd love to connect and be in touch and if you enjoyed this episode if you felt like you resonated with it or got something from it please share it on with a friend like this is a super super new podcast and any recommendations and sharing is is always really appreciated so Thank you for being you and I'll be with you next time. A poem of passion. Caress my skin as though it was sacred. Undress me slowly until I lay naked. Make my body your altar as your place of daily worship. Inhale my scent as if it were your last breath. Taste my lips as the first blossoming of spring. And gaze into my eyes as though the whole universe hides inside. Embrace your body into mine as the stars embrace the night sky. And wrung your tongue along my flesh as if tasting the juiciest drop of nectar wrap your hands around my thighs as though the sun were melting down into the skies and feel my chest rise into yours as the waves draw close to the shores and whisper sensually into my ears as the wind whispers softly through the trees drink in my essence longingly as though my being were made up of holy water and feel my heartbeat elate your senses as if it were the driving force of your soul's incarnation and enter your body into my temple as though it were a portal to the divine knowing that my love for you transcends a mortal time enjoyed my poem that was one of the ones that was channeled during my tripura and daddy's um, ritual which was yeah super super powerful so like I mentioned like I put a bunch of my poetry on my website and I forgot to mention during the podcast as well that while I was there at the um, training I did a digital detox where I wasn't on social media and not really like messaging and stuff I did have like I think I had a couple days where I was like um whatsapping like family and my beloved (laughs) um but yeah it was so so nice to be off my phone just to be fully present in the moment um yeah I just felt so 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 free and coming back home now like I've I've missed out on like 10 days of work you know I'm self-employed and stuff so I feel a little bit anxious about having to catch up on all of the stuff on my phone, but I'm definitely going to try and integrate like less screen time because wow, like I really feel like that was hugely healing also. So I can recommend to you guys try and stay off social media as as much as possible. Try try not to get lost in, in scrolling endlessly unless you're doing it consciously and intentionally. So yeah, just wanted to share that love you guys. Take care. See you next time.